0: This is old school on 93 7 the ticket in the ticket You're
1: listening to old school 93 7 the ticket. No, I am not Derek. Here, Derek Pearson. No, he is not Jay Foreman. Nate Brennan, Eric Strickland, Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet. We're stepping in in studio right here on Old School. 402-464-5685. As always, guys, we want to hear from you. Starter Heyman, Textline, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Let us know what's on your mind because we're going to have a good topic here because we're talking this Big Ten contract, this TV contract, media contract, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be making these Big Ten teams a whole lot of money. Strick posed the question earlier, what does this mean for the SEC? We'll get to that in a little bit. Jay Foreman's going to join us right now. Jay, what are just kind of your initial thoughts when you heard $10 billion possible? That seems like a lot of money yeah. to me. Uh, that
0: seems like a lot of money. That is a lot of money. $10 billion <laughs> right now. Um, 10 is. If- you know, or not if, it's when they expand and the escalators hit, and right. I'm sure, you know, it, it'll move up even more than that, you know, if uh, things go well, you know. Um, so it, it's something that's been in the works for a while. I think it's good for the Big Ten. I think I, I like it that, you know, Kevin Warren, Gene Smith, and, and uh, Barry Alvarez and the powers that be, I think, really got this deal done. I think they actually, you know, showed um, a lot of... Uh, thoughtfulness and, and, and uh, really peak um, aggressiveness and thinking about everybody, you know, that could be involved. And it seems like everybody walks away from the deals and in, in to be happy, you know. And so then that's going to lead to better product on the field. Um, and they left the expansion open. They got it just in case, you know, teams come in. And that's already kicked in so they don't have to worry about money and going back and doing it again. And then here's the thing that people don't understand: um, when when you went with NBC, it kicked in kind of an NFL type of scheduling for the Big Ten. So now you're improving the I, I'm I'm going to call it the bandwidth of your product, right? So you can go all day Big Ten. You can have an early you know kickoff. You can have a, you know a mm-hmm. mid afternoon kickoff. You can have a, a night kickoff, and then you can have a super night kickoff, especially if you have West Coast teams playing. At say like seven o'clock kickoff or even eight, you know, um, that's going to lead you all through the night. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a huge deal. Now the pressure, you know, solely goes on the SEC whereas now people got to look at what really their product is, you know, top to bottom. Um, Because when you look at it, all the good teams in the SEC are in the West and one usually out of the East. Um, That's going to affect what they do. That's going to affect, who they can go recruit to be in their, um, their conference. And you got to think, you haven't heard Miami's name one one time about going to the SEC. You heard all Florida State. And the thing that it hurts them is that the ACC has 14 more years on their TV contract and their deal. That's a hard deal to break. You, you know, five years is probably about the max, right? You're talking about three times that almost. You know, 14 years still on their, on their deal. So it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens and how things are handled. Um, But I think it's an all positive for the Big Ten. Um, I know a lot of people don't want to do it, but you, whatever, whether you like it or not, you got to give the, you know, kudos to Kevin Warren. Somehow he got it done. Barry Alvarez and Gene Smith were right there, getting busy with him, and everybody should be happy. The student athletes should be happy. Happy. The coaches should be happy. The university should be happy because you got to think it's going to go from 53 million or something what Nebraska got. This I don't know this, but potentially. So a hundred million dollars a year. Yes, it takes a lot of money to run these athletic departments, but it's not dollar for dollar. You're going to be making some good money, uh, so everybody should be happy.
2: That's good, and 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 that was the one thing I wanted to to just ask you about because they said, you know, you know, in closing, well, not in closing, but part of the the discussion was we are not done expanding. That I mean, that's 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 a direct quote. We are not done expanding, meaning that expansion is. Definitely in the works. I mean, to say that, that means, look, our eyes are on the prize of expansion. So one of the things I wanted to, to, to speak to you about, what conferences, Jay, are most interesting to you on the expansion tip? Or do you stay out in the Pac-12, which is, can, which is pretty much the ones that can be easily clipped right now? Because of the timescales, they're not going to get the money. The D- TV deals are not going to be available for them. So, if you do look to clip out out the Pac West, I'm sorry, out the Pac 12, who is those teams that you're looking at potentially that you would like to bring in? And we're not talking Notre Dame. I'm talking straight Pac 12. If we stay in the Pac 12, or what right. conference do you see is the one that would be next to 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 be a part of the expansion clip?
0: Yeah, see, I would like I would like the Big Ten to try to make a run. Um, you know, at like, say, Cal and Stanford, you know, they fit academically.
1: Mm, um, that's what. And, mm-hmm. you
0: know, hol- holistically in every sport, they fit right into the Big to the Big Ten, and they'll be competitive. Um, Washington, Oregon uh, would be, you know, just right along. We, if we could get those four, I'd be more than excited. And, you know, like I said, said be- said before, The Miami, um, I think that brings a whole different dynamic to it. I think Miami is sneaky good in a lot of sports. They don't get the credit for it, but, uh, I think they would definitely be an answer to the, you know, the Big Ten moving forward.
2: Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte what conference falls what what conference falls in the uh quicksand of the expansion uh takeovers that you can see I think
0: that this is not good for the you know the Pac-12 because uh, you, you know with UCLA leaving um the board of regions had to have an emergency meeting because you know that takes away potentially like 13 million dollars a year from every school or something like that with their media deals. Now, I think what the Pac-12 is going to try to do, and people didn't really know that the Pac-12 moved their offices to Las Vegas and their Pac-12 commissioner come from uh, like a marketing type of, like a hotel, you know, uh, background. What they're going to try to do is kind of be a niche, you know, kind of conference in the short term to kind of recruit some of that. So it's going to be interesting to see who they go recruit when they lose some more teams, so forth and so on.
1: Jay, Tater has an interesting question on the text line. So with a conference that big, would there be a playoff just to get into the conference game?
0: There might be, um, and as there should be. You know, I think it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I think there won't be any divisions anymore. I think it'll be something that's just kind of like uh, two sides and everybody plays and there won't be, you know, sometimes, you know, whoever you play is whoever you play and you could be playing a team a second time around going into the, uh, you know, into the playoff or into the, you know, conference championship.
1: What does this mean for the SEC? Me and Strick kind of touched on it a little bit. For the most part, your champion comes from the SEC or the ACC. The ACC we don't really know too much about. We know that the SEC has a lot of money, a lot of fans, and they going to have a contract coming up here pretty soon. Do you think it'll be on par with the Big Ten, or do you think they're going to have even more power to demand a bigger contract?
0: Oh, they're going to try to be above the Big Ten. Um, so they're going to be they are going to try to be double digits in the in the billions. So um, you know, but the thing Saint you down there. He's not. You know, he's not sitting back sipping uh, on cognac tonight, warming up. He's. Uh, <laughs> definitely probably, you know, sipping on some jack, getting on the phone with all the powers that be. I'm sure you've called down the Tuscaloosa to try to pick Nick Saban and the brain and uh, see what we need to do, and, and, and Georgia as well. So they they got to figure it out, but they haven't done anything in a while, and I think they're, they've been kind of, you know, been backed up against the ropes and, and didn't really think that the Big Ten would push the envelope this quickly and this uh, efficiently and thoroughly. Um you know, and so they got, you know, they got, you know, they say about assuming uh, they, they look a little bit like that right now, but I think they'll, they'll rebound because they're, they're all, they're, you know, overly uh, competitive down there.
1: You said pushing the envelope. I think that means the next domino is Notre Dame. Where do you think that they shape out in all of this? Obviously NBC is a part of this deal. Maybe that will help out. I, I don't really know where Notre Dame sits in all this
0: yeah well, I think they they are they're steadfast and like their independence, which you know you got to respect that but um you know I think the deal with NBC helps them out uh, helps you know it doesn't hurt um they you know NBC knows how to deal with Notre Dame yeah um and I think you know I think also with this big Ten um you know the capabilities of this new type of thing with NBC is you know you can create different rivalries with them uh that would be more enticing and then also you can get Notre Dame kind of as a quasi quasi member by doing it every year in prime time. So essentially, they'd be a member without being a member, and that might be advantageous for the Big Ten um, because ultimately Notre Dame could be left out because every you know the Big Ten could just say we're not going to play them. Well, then Notre Dame won't be able to be independently to go out there and play a good enough schedule to be you know considered for a college football playoff. So they're still they're a team in transition because they have a new coach and uh, you know they didn't look really good in the bowl game. They're playing a really good opponent, you know, starting off. Um, so as, as much as they might be in a power position right now, at six, you know, at five 45 or six 45 Eastern standard time, uh, this time next year, they might be, uh, you know, be more than willing and receptive to, um, you know, pick up the phone with the big 10 calls.
1: Jay, we miss you. We need more Kool-Aid here at the station. Strick's been bringing me down. Tell me why Nebraska is going 10 and two. Help him out.
0: What what do you mean? That, that, why is that bringing you down when they're going 10-2? That's what you no, no, are? no.
1: Strick's been bringing me down. I need someone to bring me back up. I need someone drinking the Kool-Aid. I haven't heard from Brashan <laughs> recently.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the going to be fine. It's just, uh, you know, the first game is going to be huge, so they got to get out of their own way. Uh, like I said, this is a schedule they should, you know, eight games should be, I wouldn't say it'd be pretty easy, but it's just, they're definitely gettable. And then uh, if you get on the roll, you know, you definitely can get up to 10. And so it could be a benchmark season. Uh, moving forward, so that, you know, it, it, in theory, everything is out there. But realistically, you know, they got to go out there and earn it. It's not going to be
1: easy, but it definitely can be done. Are you in now, Strick? Are you buying it? I, I mean, I'm roll, I'm,
2: I'm rolling. I'm gonna this, the, these first few games is gonna tell me a lot right. as as to how far I roll. I'm, I'm rolling seven five minimum. minimum.
1: All right, Jay, we're going to have to work on that. We're going to have to get him to 10 wins because I think you've almost convinced me. I'm at 9 right now. I could probably get to 10. Jay, we appreciate you. Hopefully, we will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, stay safe. Yeah. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, we appreciate you. There he goes, the Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman, usually here uh, for old school. He is out of the studio here today. But luckily, we still got him on the phone because we're talking Husker football. We got storylines to talk about. Lots of things happening, including Keontae Johnson, possibly to Nebraska, maybe. Brownie doesn't have any offers. Is it the Huskers' time to strike, be the first ones to it? Who knows? We'll get all of that next. You're listening to Old School, 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com.